Hello, I'm the podcaster without fear, Luke. I'm the uncanny Ryan. I am Kylie the Poodinger. I am the superior Caitlin. And I am the agitated Kyle. And, and we are most of the Nerd Dome Podcast. Every Friday, some variation of this group gets together and talks about all things nerd. The newest stuff in TV, movies, comics, video games, and more. So join us in the Dome every Friday to hear all things nerd. From a bunch of people who are probably a bit too into it. Part of the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network. Parenting. Not according to the internet. We're on the internet. Dad, it's time for your bath. But I miss my show. Don't argue with me, young man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. And then we're recording. So, hey guys, welcome. rusty like a gate or rusty like a trombone. Rusty <laughs> like a trombone. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a hot second since we've been able to record for Geek Parenting. I got deathly ill in October, and it was kind of all downhill from that. And it was the holidays, and so we figured, what the hell? Let's uh, let's just take a hiatus. My whooping cough is gone. Now I have a broken shoulder, but that's just being 40, I guess, right? But broken anyway. shoulder. Yeah, she, I, got a, she got a shot, and they apparently used, like, the biggest needle they could find and yeah. pierced her heart. What, <laughs> so, <laughs> so for work, I have to get a whole bunch of shots every year. So oh. I had to get hepatitis. I had to get an MMR booster, and I had to get Tdap, and I had to get one other one. Did I get four? Did I get three? No, I got three. So I did all that plus tetanus this year. <laughs> yeah. So she did the Tdap and the MMR in my left shoulder. And she wasn't sitting down when she gave me the shot. And she went too high up in my shoulder. And so she caused a rotator cuff injury Ugh. in my shoulder. Ah, so, ouch. yeah, it hurts like hell. This is, um, like, traumatic for me because I had an epidural yeah. in my spine today. Ooh. You'll yeah. probably be fine. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> you know, besides all the pain, you'll besides be fine. All the pain, <laughs> besides all the pain, you'll be fine. Yeah, we'll but see. yeah, it was just, apparently, this is something that happens every once in a while. So, huh. being 40, yay, it's fun. Yeah. But hey, it's Greek parenting, but Greek? Greek. Greek. Opa. Greek parents. Greek <laughs> parenting podcast. And I am one of your hosts. I am Dr. Sarah. You can find me at anothermommess.com here and maybe in the future, hopefully, I think Carly and Webster and I are thinking of making a drinking beer mom podcast, but that's in the works. Gina just perked up. I perked up. Yep, we're going to be drinking <laughs> beer and talking about beer and drinking moms and probably some nerdy stuff in there too because we're I'm like, nerds. I'm an advocate for drinking while I cast. I'm right? <laughs> I've got my rum and coke tonight. That's yummy, yummy, yummy. Um, but we have somebody who is joining us who, is, who has been able to come back and join us and that is Mr. James Estrada. Hi, how's it going? Hi, Welcome back into my folds. <laughs> Johnny's, prob <laughs> Johnny's, Johnny's probably in your bushes. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Is he keeping them nicely trimmed for you? Trying to. <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. yeah bushes it's an art, not a science. Nope. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I want to get rid of all my bushes in the backyard, so... Johnny, my backyard to too. Bushes, I totally get it. And trim those bushes in the backyard. I need a. I need a good Brazilian too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Come on. Come down to Johnny's <laughs> How you doing, bud? Oh, me? Yes, you. Oh, I'm great. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, everything, you know, there are a lot of changes, a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, it's been so long, I don't know, am I, am I allowed to swear still? Yes, we can still swear, absolutely. All right. Well, my, my life will pretty much went to shit over the last few months. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I've kind of have searched out, like, the positives and everything, um, because, you know, it's 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 to a point where like you find a place where you hit a bottom but it's not rock bottom Mm -hmm. but the place where I was I was seeing more people who were at a rock bottom where they um, they truly didn't have anybody who cared about them in their life and they were making bad choices that put them in a situation to uh not have to worry about that Mm -hmm. so uh you know it was it was I think something that needed to happen uh Mm -hmm. you know I've explained this a lot to a lot of people uh that over the last year and a half I've been living my life like I had nothing else to lose until I came to a point where I pretty much had everything to lose Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of thankful that things happened the way they did. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's different now. Like it's definitely, um, I'm seeing things differently. I'm, uh, trying to work on things differently. So yeah. Definitely missed you. Well, I've missed you guys. Yeah. And, and just remember, you're never alone. I've been dealing with a lot of depression lately because of stuff going on with Lily. Um, and I've noticed that my depression is, sorry, I'm popping another Coke Zero. My mm-hmm. depression has gotten worse over the last few months for sure. And it's been a struggle to just even want to do this because I'm just so tired and exhausted all the time. So just remember that. Yeah. We're not alone. Well, and We're- I think like a lot of things too, because like uh, something that I've been doing a lot lately is... Um, whenever my depression gets really bad, I think in movie quotes. Um, and, you know, for the last year and a half, it's all been uh, Star Wars. I was telling Johnny this mm-hmm. the other day that it all revolved around uh, Kylo Ren's I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it quote. I, love, Force I love that line. And um, I think that uh, you know, a lot of things have happened in, if you've seen the uh, the newest movie, I don't want to spoil, I, I don't know what the spoiler rule we, is. I for, think we, I think you can spoil, it's been like a month, hasn't it? I think I we're was going to say it's pretty, we're pretty safe, I think, at this yeah. point. So, um, but when, uh, when Ben meets, when Ben has his vision with Han Solo, Mm-hmm. and they have that whole little interaction together um there was a time when so jay and i went to go see the movie together mm-hmm. and after the movie he wanted to talk to me about the movie and we have this rule where we don't talk about movies until we get to the car mm-hmm. uh, because you never know who's seen the movie yet and you don't want to spoil anything um, yeah and so we get to the car and 
we start talking about uh, about that scene, and he tells me that he uh, wants to uh, talk to me a little bit more about the interaction that Han has with Ben, and he says that you know over the last little bit I've seen this in you like you've been leaning more towards like identifying with like Kylo Ren Mm -hmm. and that when he saw that scene with Ben and Han he felt like he started thinking of me during that scene and like an internal conversation I was having with myself after you know this last few weeks and or the last few months and he said that uh, that scene when he says again, you know, uh, your son is dead and Han stops and says, no, Kylo Ren is dead. My son's alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay looked at me and he said, you know, I feel like, you know, you've had a lot of bad stuff happen to you and that bad stuff is dead and I get my daddy back. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, those are the things like that. I think have been yeah. keeping me going and keeping me like trying to fix a lot of things. Well, I'm so. glad I'm glad you've decided to to join us because we have definitely missed you and it's really nice to have you back on the podcast for sure. It's nice to be back. Yep. And then to my internet left, we have Mrs. Sheena Vancott. Hi. How are you? I'm not great, but I am hoping to get back to normal soon. Yeah, we're all kind of struggling. 2020 was supposed to be different. Damn you'd, it. Think, you'd think it was still Christmas time because yeah. I have had a really hard time over the last couple months, but not only because it's that time of year, but I, I've been back into the mode of back pain, which mm-hmm. I haven't really had a problem with for about six years when I had my mm-hmm. first spinal fusion. So I'm back to having issues again and and i had an mri and some x-rays and they can't seem to see anything that's like defining kind of giving me an answer uh, to what the problem is which is even worse yeah so i'm really frustrated because there's just i don't have anything right now you know to say hey this is what's wrong so today i had to go do an epidural oh, and man. and uh it's like a steroidal you know injection mm-hmm. so they, they they did that and then um i'm supposed to call in a couple weeks and just kind of let them know like how I'm feeling. So James, wait until you're 40 because that's when we all start falling apart. <laughs> See, and I'm, I'm only 34, but I've been dealing oh, with the arthritis issues for a, long time. for a decade. Yeah. It gets worse as you get older, guys. It, it does, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yesterday, or no, this morning I was helping at Jay's school and I was sitting down weird and I got up and I was like, oh, I think I broke my hip. <laughs> like my hip hurts so much. Yeah, so that's me every time I get up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I have this time. lovely little spot in the right side of my back. It's like anytime I move around, I'm like, oh, oh, yep, there it is. Uh, oh, yeah. son of a bitch. And that's kind of similar to kind of what the issue I've been having is. It's I know it's in like my left hip, mm-hmm. um, so it could be my hip rather than my spine more yep. so. So I guess we'll just have to see what happens. And well, Sheena, mm-hmm. I've seen like one hip replacement. And it was really cool. Yeah. Like, in real life. I'm I already gotta, a little bionic. So. My new job is cool. And I get to watch surgeries. Sometimes. Oh, that's cool. She gets we'll, to we'll drop to, junior we'll to talk. people. Yep. <laughs> I, got, I got to see colonoscopy last oh. week. 
I've had one of those, but I was very fortunate I got to be put under for yeah, it. Yeah, most people I, are put under. Well, yeah. and I had a... We saw a movie that started with one of those. <laughs> yeah, we did recently. <laughs> uh, we, I, had, I had a colonoscopy and an endoscopy done at the same time. So I had it going yep, at both ends. they do that so a lot. They fun. do that a lot. I'm like, why would they do... Because uh, on top see, of all the arthritis I deal with. Yep. In, can, we, can we get them together? Right, I get all the same Gina, where can we find you? I know you and Johnny are doing an awesome thing together now. Yeah, we're we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> we're, so we have our um, esoteric geeks after dark, or we kind of shorten it and call it EGAD. We were just looking to fill the but, acronym. But yeah, we'll fill your acronym. We're just trying to. <laughs> we were. I don't know. It's it's fun, and we get together every so often and kind of record a few episodes at a time, and we drink. Like right now, we're having gin and tonic, which I've never tried. Nice. And um, anyway, so, so Tarot Geeks After Dark is our Facebook page, and then I'm on Twitter uh, under Sheena Vancott, Facebook Sheena Vancott, Instagram. I have like three different Instagrams. I'm all over the place, guys. I'm sad. gotcha. That reminds me, James, you're still doing the nerdy at home dad stuff, right? Because yeah. I've seen you post on the Instagrams. Yeah, now I'm gonna start getting back into that. I'm gonna start making costumes again. Yes. Can I start making? Can I make costumes with you? Because I yeah. should have. We should have costume parties where we make stuff. I, I have a sewing machine too. <sighs> Mine somewhere. And there's so many like costumes I want to do over the last few months. There have been some great cosplay you, things that you I want. You guys know do. that Miss Moody? I think her name is Miss Moody, Missy, something like that. Yeah. She's, yeah. Somebody, somebody here knows. I know. But anyway, she was at the, uh, what is it, the uh, Super Soft birthday party for Carrie, or not Carrie, um, Shannon and oh, yeah. and mm -hmm. Egg, and I was there, and anyway, that's where I met her and her now husband, but they weren't married yet when I met them, and they were talking about cosplay and stuff, and I was like, Fuck, I want to get, I want to get into it more. Yeah. Yeah, and she's really good. She's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And then also with you, we you have... In your bushes, most likely, Mr. Johnny Tuero. <laughs> yeah. That's where you can find me. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, Johnny Tuero. You can find me on the Instagram and the Twitters. Uh, White Enchilada One, the number one. Mm -hmm. Have I you post, found any good books lately? No, I, which is weird because I'm, <clears throat> I'm going like crazy because I'm a month behind or waiting to hire somebody. Mm. But nothing really, no, no farter poop. Books <laughs> recently. Oh, fart or poop books. Yeah, the best. <laughs> fart and poop books. Jeez. Everybody poops. Do they at least have that class? I'm sure we do. Oh yeah. You. I would. Can hope you, so. Didn't you have one like? Wasn't it like about dinosaur farts or? Yeah. I can't even remember. It's. Yeah, it's weird. I have to find that one for me. I'm very interested <laughs> in dinosaurs and farts. So. But everybody <laughs> poops is like a parenting go-to. So. That's right. Yeah. Find somebody that you right. can share, you know, wiener and fart jokes with. Otherwise, what are you even doing? Mm -hmm. You left this out. Is true. Oh yeah, go now. Well. <laughs> They're kind of attached to the wiener, unless you're a eunuch. Oh my gosh, I do have some right. news. Speaking so, of eunuchs, when I was, this is kind of a nerdy thing. When I was last no. week, when I was in Colorado, I was in Colorado Springs for work, yes. and my boss is like, we're going to send Go you to, to California. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, where am I going to California? They're like, UCI Irvine. So I look it up, and I'm like, oh, that's like five minutes away from Disneyland, motherfuckers. Oh, right. <laughs> so I'm like, I booked the Hyatt, which is just down the street, because work will pay for it. And then I'm like, I'm going to buy some tickets, and I'm going to go to Disneyland after work, because why the fuck wouldn't I? Why not? Yeah. Right. Right yeah. after. I would. Rise of the Resistance is open. Smuggler's Run is open. Ugh. Lily didn't go on Smuggler's Run with me in September. She wouldn't go. 
So I got to go write it. So I'm happy so about that. What was your experience on Smuggler's Run like? I didn't get to write it. Oh, you didn't go at all? Okay. Lily, Lily. You didn't, you didn't go because she didn't want to go? Lily didn't want to go on it. So it was just me and her. Don't so I couldn't go on it. I wish I could have. But I didn't want to. I've. And I'm glad I didn't push her because she. A lot of what I've been reading with the parenting stuff lately is it's talking a lot about differently wired kids. And I'm glad I didn't push her. She, she literally just said, she goes, mom, I'm not ready to write it yet. And I said, okay, then we'll just wait. And if you're not ever ready to write it, that's fine. But someday I'm going to write it. <laughs> you don't have to go with me. You're like, I'll wait just go you're by older. myself. Then. Yeah. Wait until you're a little bit older. And then I'll just have you hang out with Chewbacca oh. and you'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to go next week. We did build our lightsabers, so that was fun. So oh, yeah, I was going to ask if you actually ended up being able we to did. Cool. We built our lightsabers. They actually were able to get us in earlier because we had a very late appointment. And I'm like, my kid's not going to last that long. Can you guys get us in earlier? They're like, oh, yeah, not a problem. Got us right oh, into well, the next group. So awesome. really, Lily loved it, guys. If yeah. Highly recommend it. It's about a 15, 20 minute experience. Totally worth, for me at least, it was totally worth the $200. I was going to say, how much was it? Yeah, it was 200 that? Was that like all together or was that per person? That was per person. Mm. So, but the lightsabers are pretty good quality. Um, you know, you can change out the kyber crystals so you get different colors. And yeah, they're, oh, they're heavy, cool. good. You know, James, I think you held Tracy's, right? Yeah. You held Tracy's lightsaber. Yeah, I did. Uh, More than once. Giggity. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> It was a wonderful experience. Yes. <laughs> but anyway. He's got the smoothest kyber crystals. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the episode. The smoothest yes. kyber crystals. crystals. Yes. At least at this point, that's the name of the episode. But let's, oh my God. We've all seen the Star Wars movie, right? Let's talk about it for a few minutes. Yeah. What did you guys think overall? I, I love saw it. it two nights in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I, have to, I, have to I was kind of disappointed. It's a love-hate thing for me. I um, was, and, and they're going to be spoilers, guys. So if you have not seen the Star Wars movie yet, spoilers, stop now. Go see it. Come back. Oh, fuck it. Just listen to the episode. <laughs> I no, was really, really... It's anybody that cares enough about the, sh the movie, the series, the franchise, it. has already yeah. seen it. So I A couple of really... times. A really, really mad that the writers and J.J. Abrams completely retconned the that you don't have to be somebody important. Oh, that her parents were nobody? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of like, skirted around that the whole, well, you know, like, in, in yeah. a way, Darth, father, Darth Vader did kill your father. Right. Yeah. I, liked, I liked the fact that her parents were nobody in that section. Yeah, and I would have loved that, that. I did not, like, when... There were, a, there were a couple of points when I was watching the movie where I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, and I think I might have verbally made a Said noise. Said out loud? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was not happy with the Palpatine reveal that, uh -huh. she, that she was his granddaughter. Yeah, I thought that, that cut everything short out of The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, I did not like the kiss. Uh, I did. I hate, I, I The kiss like made, I, I audibly made a gagging noise I at that point. I, I was one of the people that was actually rooting for that mm -mm, to happen. Mm -mm. But. And here's why. He is so abusive to her throughout the whole damn series. Yeah, it's, have you, have you seen that meme going around with, uh, uh, it's Finn and. Is it racing and stand by your man? No, it's, oh, what is it? It's. It like shows a picture of Ray and Kylo kissing, and then it's like it has a picture of Finn. Oh no, no, it's an X Men meme, 
Jean Grey and Scott are kissing in the corner and then Wolverine's in the front and like they superimpose like Ray, Kylo Ren and then they have Finn. It's like hasn't been a murdering asshole for two movies. No, I don't, but I'm I'm one of those I don't think I don't think Finn's the one either. I don't think that they no. no. belong together either. I no. think it's a weird combination and I don't know why, but I just feel like the different now don't get me wrong, Finn's gotten much stronger, but I don't think that he's on the same level and it just doesn't make any sense to me. See, I, I didn't even I feel like we needed Finn any kind of Yeah, I want Finn. Yeah, and romantic didn't need to happen, but yeah, no, Finn and yeah, Poe romance. Makes I didn't sense. want any romance at all. Like if yeah. just give me a movie where nobody's but I, kissing well, and I would but I'm kind of, yeah. Dio but Dio cool, is but... different. Yeah, I mean, Dio he probably wouldn't have wanted love. you to cuddle him, but <laughs> but you Dio want to cuddle Bob him. Frick. Yeah, Dio's like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> no, thank you. But I, <laughs> like, but I'm one of those. I think I'm one of those people that I, the reason, excuse me, oh my god, beer. The reason why I was rooting for um, Kylo and and Ray to have some sort of connection in that way is primarily because. I feel like in order for her to be happy with anyone, it needed to be somebody that she could bond with and somebody that she could connect to. And if you think about all three films, even that third one primarily, she connects with him in ways that she can't connect with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's something that she needed to have in her life. So when it turned that direction and I, I could feel that he was uniting, because when they briefly united in the, what was it, The Last Jedi? Second one where they fought together. And I was like, yes, was I was hot. so excited, yeah. right? That was, that was totally so hot. cool. It was so epic. And so in the third one, when it was going that direction, I was like, oh my God, it's happening. And then when they kissed, I was ecstatic. And then he died and I was like, Fuck this movie! Fuck, <laughs> Fuck this in the butt! I he wouldn't so have been able mad. to have survived. I know, there was, but there it was just no made way for me him to so be angry. So that's where my love alive. hate. That's where my love hate comes in. I was so pissed about it <laughs> because nobody would have accepted him if he had survived. I know, done so many horrendous still, things. It's it's. Well, and I think the funny thing though too is like when force awakens came out and you were trying to figure out who her dad was mm-hmm. or who her parents were i think from the start i said she was a palpatine you See, did i thought i thought she was gonna be like luke's kid or some shit i i thought she was either gonna be luke's kid or she was like a secret kid that han and leia had and they had oh, hidden yeah. her away yeah something weird like that i yeah. thought for sure her and kylo were cousins but mm-hmm. i was like secretly hoping they could be romantic at some point <laughs> But let's be real, even if they were cousins, they could have still had some sort of romance because mm-hmm. we have siblings kissing. Right. So yeah, I mean, not like it would have mattered. They could just go to Space Alabama and get married. <laughs> Space Alabama. That's the name of the episode. Space, Space Alabama. Alabama. That, that actually, yeah. Space Alabama. I always, I just figured she was the daughter of Lobot, but that's me. <laughs> that would have been epic. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Like, who the fuck is Lobo? So definite love hate for me. When I first saw the triangle things, I got really excited. I'm like, oh, the are these Sith holocrons? Are they holocrons? We're gonna have holocrons? And like, oh, it's not a holocron. Yeah, the wayfinders. Yeah, man. that's where I was like, that's bullshit. That, that's you know, holocron. before they kissed, before the the kiss we were just talking about, they should have had, you know, that whole audience of whoever the imaginary Sith people were saying he's a bit of a fixer upper. <laughs> 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 perfect <laughs> but that scene at the end where she like she's she's laying there and she's like be with me be with me and you hear all the voices 
that scene oh, yeah. got to me. I was like a yeah. bawling mess because you hear like you hear the voices and anybody who is really into Star Wars like we are, like you immediately pick out those voices. You well, immediately Kanan, you hear out Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I love Ahsoka. You know, you hear Qui-Gon, you hear Obi-Wan. I mean, you hear everybody that you have known. Kanan. Kanan, uh, yeah. Mace Windu. Yeah, Mace Windu. We're with, with you, motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad no, I'm like, is on I... Fight I love space honky. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I loved that scene so much. I just went through. I I don't know if you guys saw it, but I made that Lego Star Wars picture with all the Jedi behind Lego oh, Ray. Oh, that'd be so I don't think cool. I. I don't think I did. I must see miss that, that one. I yeah, I haven't seen it either. I need, I'll need to go look at it. I had to. Look. I had to edit it because I forgot Yoda. Oh. So I had to post the second one. How can you? Where did you? Yoda? Where did you post it? I posted it on Instagram. Hey, one second. Let me see. All, are you guys all on Facebook Messenger right now? Yes. All right. I'm going to send it to you guys. So let's jump into some other Star Wars stories before we get into our actual parenting stuff, because we're going to talk about some parenting stuff tonight, too. What do you think about the Mandalorian? It's my favorite thing in the world, and I will fight anybody who has anything bad to say about right? it. It is the way. Yeah. I will die for Baby Yoda. Yeah, I want to. I will murder that, I want to make you that Baby Yoda pooping out the dice. Oh God, I want it so bad. <laughs> like so bad. I want to make I want that it for you. so bad. I am. Um, when those stormtroopers were punching him, I was like, "You motherfuckers! I will shank you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Right, Johnny, I'm sending it to you. Wait, which one? James, we need to add you back to the actual chat chat. Oh, God, I know. I freaking love it. Uh, oh. Where is it? Was, oh, that's right. Anakin was in it, wasn't he? Yeah. So cool. Oh, dope. So cool. That's pretty cool, James. Look yeah. at that Lego Ahsoka. I know, right? I have one. I want, I want, I, like want Ahsoka. I want a live action. We could talk about that. I want a live action Ahsoka. Me too. So now, bad. is that just one of those stories where she's like, yeah, I'd like to do that. And they're like, Rose, oh, it's happening. Rose, uh, Rosario I wish. Dawson. I would love to see her as Ahsoka. It'd be so cool. I think well, she hell. has just said that she'd be willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. so it's a little different. She says she would like to, but... I still I'd still like think to Ashley see Laverne Cox. Could do. No, I, <laughs> Ashley Eckstein could totally be Ahsoka. But Laverne Cox would be fucking amazing, too. I can't think of who that is. Uh, she's in Orange is the New Black. Uh, right? Wait, which one is... She's the transgender The, the transgender. Barber. The hairstyle. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> but but I don't know if I... I don't know. I like Rosario Dawson. I like Dawson. I do too. like Rosario Dawson, too. I, I love her. I had a friend, a friend that said that she thought that Rosario Dawson was overrated. I was like, no. No, she's not. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I think what they should do is they should do something where they use Rosario Dawson for the live action stuff and then do ADR with uh, Ashley Epstein. That'd be cool because then you have her voice. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I think that's the hardest thing for me is like there is, it's like it's like the Joker in animated movies. Yeah. Like there's only one animated Joker. voice for Joker and that's Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um, and for me, yeah, I mean, having met Ashley Epstein, you know, at, at Star Wars Celebration, like she is Ahsoka to me, for me. Like even when I, I read just, the book, I just realized yeah. that I said Epstein, not Epstein. Uh, well, if you listen to the audiobook, she reads it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, no, I love that book. So do I. 
I still have it, Johnny. It's it's actually Johnny's copy, and I haven't given it back to him in like three years. <laughs> I, I, still have Johnny's, I still have Johnny's copy of Phasma, too. Oh, Johnny. I'm, we're stealing all your books. <laughs> I'm spreading the love. That's what I'm doing. Okay. You don't I, need to so, read Thrawn. Those are some I good need books. To. I have a policy, I have, though. I have a policy. If I loan somebody a book, I loan it with the expectation that I'm probably never going to get it back. Yeah. I have. It's like money. Uh, yeah. I have the three Thrawn books on my Audible. Oh, they're so good. Does she uh, do and then I, she she did. the voice in Rebels? Too? Oh, yeah, she does. Yes, yeah. she did. So that is who I thought it was. I just... Yeah. Yeah. So, so with The Mandalorian, do you guys... Like, I, I totally want to be the armorer for cosplay. I want to be her. Oh, she was... She badass. smelted a fucking stormtrooper. Yeah. That was badass. Yeah. I love her. Um, what did you guys think about that final reveal? Did you um, shit your pants? The dark yeah. saber? Yes, yes it is. Yeah, the dark oh saber. Oh my god, I, I freaked like, the hell Where the fuck so did he we, get that? That was supposed just, to be on Mandalore. We just posted our episode today talking about chapter 7 and 8 of The Mandalorian mm. because we recorded it like a week and a half ago or something, but yeah, we talk a lot about the dark saber. Yeah. And, and I, I need to know how he got it because the last we saw that didn't, wasn't that given to Bo-Katan by Sabine? Didn't Sabine? Yes, yes. I believe so. Pretty but sure, you know yeah. they talked about the purge of Mandalore. The purge of Mandalore, yeah. Uh, Moff Gideon was a big part of whatever happened on Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So I hope we get more about him because he was he was in what two episodes? Two episodes he just stood out. Yeah, well, yeah Giancarlo Esposito is amazing and everything. He I love him. What? I've, why does he I've always have to play it. a bad guy? Because he's so good at he's it. Good at it. Who cares? <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather have somebody typecast like yeah. that's really good at being a oh, villain. Man. I love him it so much. This makes sense to me. He's amazing. I got to meet him at Weber State when he came here. Like, very briefly. And he was he was here for a con, too, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I think so. And I didn't yeah. know. I think that might have been the one I boycotted. Man. I don't know. I do remember. you think we're going to find out where Bibi Yoda is from? I hope. What their species name is? Well, I mean, so, never like, that, but they're going to have to make something up. But they're a clan of two with their mudhorn signet. It's so cute. <laughs> I know I that right. You are the clan of the Mudhorn. Oh. <laughs> he is your son, unless you. I don't really care what happens as long as I get more Gina Carano. Oh, God. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her so much. I don't think that we're gonna find out like what like species and stuff they are. I think what we're gonna find out is how he came to be. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a bunch of theories going around because Yoda and Yaddle got together. No, well, like, the biggest one that I've heard is, so, if you look at the doctor in the second episode, Mm -hmm. uh, he has the Kamino cloners seal on his clone of Yoda? That's what I'm thinking. They already said that he wasn't a clone. Yeah, Quill. Quill, Yeah, because we talked about this. Quill actually, uh, what is it? What am I thinking of? He vetoes that theory. Yeah, he says the, uh, you know, he's very familiar with cloning work, and the the child does not appear to be a clone. clone. Hmm. Quill says that. In one of the episodes, and what oh, I know, God, Quill, one for the homies. Yes. Oh, <laughs> pour one out. But um, and I don't think Dave Filoni and and what's his name? Who? What? My brain's not. John Favreau. John Favreau. Thank you. I don't think they would go back on things like J.J. Abrams does. Sorry. Once they well, say it, they say it, and it's sticking. Yeah. Well, I'm like I think though, I I, I kind of give J.J. Abrams the benefit of the doubt with the latest movie. Um, there was 
you like you know you take everything with a grain of salt when you read it on the internet mm-hmm. uh, but there was this huge thing going out that like Disney kind of screwed JJ Abrams over with they? the edit because of everything that was going on with Bad Robot and DC and Warner Brothers because like they have a huge deal now JJ uh, Abrams is doing three DC movies I think mm-hmm. in the future mm-hmm. um, and Disney was a part of the bidding war for Bad Robot oh shit and when J.J. Abrams decided that he was going with Warner Brothers, Disney, this is Disney got just pissed. What's said, yeah, and they're like, "Well, okay, everything that you had planned, we're scrapping this, this, this." Uh, well, then why not just let Ryan here. Johnson do the third movie? Because he was already mostly done with it when mm-hmm. the bidding war stopped, and J.J. <laughs> Abrams decided to go with DC. So, like, I think they were in the final cut stages when Ooh. he made the announcement. And they were like, okay, well, fuck you. We're taking your movie back and we're just going to do this, this, this. Because I guess like in the co-writer, I forget his name, Chris Torino. Oh, yeah. I don't like him at all. Um, But he was saying that like Rose had more lines, Rose had more scenes, um, which makes me want to uh, read the 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 book, the novel to see Uh like... That's I wanted I more was, Dominic I Monaghan. I was upset about the whole, they gave the option of like Rose and Finn having some sort of romance and they totally mm-hmm. killed it and made him chase Ray basically. I mean, yeah. Well that, and they also made Finn kind of connect with, um, I'm saying she's Lando's daughter just because. Jenna? Oh, the, yeah. And that, that, that would be cool too. I think that could be a whole side movie. Well, and that's, that was also uh, apparently something that was in the first cut of the movie was they had a conversation about it and you found out that she's Lando's daughter. She's Lando's daughter. Was I was just th- going to say that. Cause yeah. that- I don't know if the galaxy is Lando's kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> oh man. But like I said, you, know, like you have to take everything with a grain of salt that yeah. you read on the internet. Absolutely. So are, were you? So we, would you guys have rather seen it finished by? by uh, I would have rather Johnson. seen it finished by Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Because that, I think that was the original plan anyway, and the Last Jedi was my favorite. Like yeah. I well, freaking yeah. love that movie. I was talking to James the other day, and I was like, the, the whole thing with Last Jedi it was he took all of your expectations and just and fucked them up. Yeah. And it was funny, I was, I was even telling James, I was like, even the thing I didn't like about the movie falls into that category, mm-hmm. so now I kind of don't hate it as much now. Yeah. So, Have you guys seen Knives Out? Oh, yes. oh I yes. want to go see that. Oh, it's yeah, fucking amazing. Yeah, By good. far one of the best movies I've, I saw last year. Yeah, it was, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it is so, like, I, I went in with, I was like, well, this person's not going to be the, the guy who did it, and this you know there's no way and then because it's just too obvious and then it was oh yeah it was just it was so good yeah. it was like, it was so good it's good. i was actually in the parking lot of a movie theater uh like the day that everything went to shit for me mm-hmm. and i was like i'm gonna go see knives out but i was like no i should go home and then yeah yeah that's probably not a good movie necessarily to see if you're having a bed i mean it could <sighs> I I don't I think I could bring somebody out of it. Donnie, have you you haven't seen it? I've we, seen it yeah, twice. Oh, okay, it. so we all seen it. So I haven't seen it yet. But. Oh, you haven't seen it. Okay, then I'm not gonna give, number. I'm not gonna talk about it because I don't want to spoil it. James, you need to see it. But well, this is the funny thing. Like uh, when sorry, you guys probably hear my mom and Jay. I'm at a, we're at a hotel right now, and there gotcha. he's taking a bath because we uh, went swimming. But anyway. Um, <laughs> 
I went and saw Joker when it first came out. Oh boy, I've still seen that one. Oh I no, Sarah. It's so good. Oh, it's so Gina, good. I don't have time. I know. Like, <laughs> but it's but it's you can stream it. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I I know it's on digital now, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get it on digital. But I just I don't Do have time right to go now. see things in the theaters. Even though I <laughs> like yeah. the only the only reason I saw Knives Out is because the first week that I was on my job and traveling, I went to Oklahoma and I had a free night and I'm like, there was a theater like right around the corner. Yeah. So that's the only reason I got to see Knives Out was because uh -huh. it's like I had the time to do it because I was yeah. not home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I was, so when I went to go see Joker, like, oh boy, I was sitting there by myself in the theater. Uh, I went, so I was supposed to work at noon. And so I went into the theater at... I went to the theater at nine o'clock and saw the first viewing of it Sunday morning, the weekend it came out. And I went to work and my coworkers were like, so you went to go see Joker? I was like, yeah. Like, how was it? I was like, that's not a movie that you should go see by yourself if you are severely depressed and have severe anxiety as well. That's fair. Yeah. That is more than that's, fair. That, I get that. But I also think that it's, if anything, it kind of made me proud being someone who suffers from severe depression, bipolar, anxiety, and everything, just because I feel like there's people that actually give a shit about creating some sort of awareness for that. Yeah. Well, I, like, I know I, the movie wasn't necessarily like meant to be like a joker film but man it worked so fucking well yeah well like i think like now after the fact like i kind of have that same viewpoint like you know it's nice seeing this kind of representation in media you know because we yeah. talk about other kinds of forms of representation but you don't really talk about like you know stuff with uh mental illnesses because you know it could lead to things that it's taboo yeah you know yeah, so. like voting. We're not supposed to talk about po politics or shit <laughs> like that. Whatever. Like, this is the problem, though, is that that that, that character in itself is a direct result of, of not taking stuff like that seriously, and that's why I loved the movie this, as much as I guys, is a fantastic segue to what we're talking about tonight, about parenting. Yes. yes. Because, like I said at the beginning of this, I've had a particularly rough couple of weeks with Lily. Um... So I've started reading more books and I found one called, my mom actually told me I had to read it. And it's called Differently Wired. I've got it right here. I've got it pulled up. Oh, maybe. It is called, oh, come on, Kindle. Why are you doing this to me? Because you want it to do something. Right. It's called Differently Wired, Raising an Exceptional Child in a Conventional World. And it's essentially talking about how a neurotypical kids or people are not it's about raising those kids in a world where everybody thinks that parenting is supposed to be one way and kids should be one way but in reality these kids and the people with adhd or autism or anxiety and depression anything out of anything <laughs> are living in a kind of completely different world mm -hmm. than what we think is normal yep um and it's kind of been incredibly eye-opening this this woman deborah reber her experience with her son has been nearly identical to what I have experienced with Lily uh, in terms of you know, schooling and, you know, frustration tolerance and everything like that. So reading it, like I'm driving in Colorado to, from Denver to Colorado Springs, trying not to sob as I'm driving because this, the experience he's describing is something that I felt like I was alone in. Mm -hmm. 
even though I probably knew I wasn't, but you know, her child was let go from multiple schools before they finally decided to homeschool. Same with Lily. Um, he can't do competitive sports because he has certain expectations. And so reading this book, I'm realizing, okay, I, I know my child better than I do. If things don't go the way she expects them to go, she's going to get upset, right? Yeah. She has, she has <clears throat> expectations in her head. There are, there are things that I know are going to set her off and there are ways to prepare her for those things and to prepare myself for that. But specifically tonight, I wanted to talk to you guys about one specific section and I had sent that to you and it's what she calls tilt 11. And that is, let me get back to this because I know it's here, not self-care. It is tilt 11 is what she, she calls letting go of those impossible expectations for what you should be as a parent, right? Yeah. So do you guys have expectations for yourself as parents that, let me find the actual question I had. Do you, do you feel like you've set expectations for yourself as your parent that you can't meet? And what oh, were those? What are they? I think we all do that. Yeah, I, all yeah do. one time or another. I mean, we all, we all kind of, I think, over-qualify ourselves or over-criticize ourselves. It's, it's drastic bipolar directions in yeah. every turn. Well, if you guys need a second to come up with a, uh, an example, I've got one, I think. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, specifically with my older kids, uh, my son is almost 24. My daughter will be 22 in a few months. And I just, you know, I love them to death. I'd do anything for them, but I just have trouble connecting with them. I don't know how to relate to them, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm finding that more and more with the younger kids too. I just, I don't know if it's them, if it's me, you know, I've, I've said many, many times, I'm a very hands-off parent. I'm not all up in your business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure that lends itself to that, but you know, you see these people that uh, are really, you know, huge, a huge part of their, their kids' lives or the kids that are part of their parents' lives. And I'm like, well, you know, that would be nice, but I don't know how to do that. You know, and so that's an expectation where I feel like I am, I, I could say failing. I think that's fair. Do you, do you feel like your kids feel that way? Um, I don't, I, I've never asked them. Well, I, should. I was going to say is more so have your parents or your parents, your kids ever said that? No. No. So it's I, probably just me in my own head. So it's, yeah, it's unfair to yourself to assume something like that if your kids haven't directly said, hey, you're a fuck up. Hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about I you, mean, Sheena? Do you, yeah, like, I, I, I think, and I was kind of touching on this with Johnny, even just on personal conversation before we started recording is... I said I'm probably primarily going to talk about my my two first kids, uh, mm-hmm. my firstborn and my middle child, because I, I've always had this envy of like my parents and my son's adopted parents because I couldn't give either of them, you know, what they have now, which is two people in a happy marriage that that are raising them. So my 15-year-old living with my parents and then my 13 year old living with an adopted family which i i'm part of their lives both of them and it's great and i'm grateful for that but i still beat myself up sometimes because i wasn't that mom i couldn't give them this you know essentially what they have now and now i'm going through what i'm going through now with all my back stuff and i'm out of work again because i can't work when i'm going through all this 
And it's like, now I can't even take care of the one kid I do have that lives with me. And so I, I compare myself a ton to other families or other parents or, you know, the ones that can actually take care of their children. Like I was telling him about my little sister who I feel like she is a much different parent than I am. Like she's very much nurturing and, and patient and very much like my mother. Whereas I'm more like my dad that way. I'm kind of a tough love parent. And, you know, my daughter's like, mom, can I hold your hand? And I'm like, no, because your hand is clammy and I don't want to feel it. Or, you know, <laughs> mom, can we cuddle? I'm like, no, because it gets hot. Or, I mean, there's there logical, legitimate reasons. It's just, there's also just that part of me that's just not, I'm not a hand holder, really. I'm not a, a cuddler. I, I don't know. I'm probably an asshole, but I just, I'm not that parent. So I, I beat myself up for that too, is, you know, all the other parents that are nurturing and I'm just not that way. See, but that goes to that differently wired idea of right. I'm not wired to do that. And, but right. there are other ways that you are parenting that are meeting your kids' needs. Because I feel like being raised a certain way or being wired a certain way are two mm -hmm. separate things. You can only raise your children to be a certain way so much because mm -hmm. they're going to have their own build. Oh, Yeah. Complete. That's the best way to put it. I could write a book on this shit. Right? We should. Maybe I should. We should. we should write books. <laughs> <laughs> James, how about you? Do you have any thoughts on that? No, I'm the perfect parent. I mean, you know, no. <laughs> Honestly, uh, <laughs> you are a pretty awesome parent. And we all laugh. Parent. I mean, you, you, you took your kid to, uh, you know, Dad Star Wars year, celebrate. Yeah. Running, that was pretty fucking like awesome. title. Well, I mean, like, I think for me, like, my the way i set expectations are a little bit different mm -hmm. because the way i set expectations it's i don't set expectations for jay i set expectations for me mm -hmm. um because like i feel like setting benchmarks for a kid is kind of uh not the most logical thing to do because they're, because they're kids yeah. yeah you know they're still developing it's hard to really uh, set bench. I, I think it's hard to set benchmarks for that because if you try to set a benchmark for you know a eight year old, um, it's most likely you're not going to reach it because you know they have short attention spans. They, exactly. They you know there's there's a lot of stuff for that kids focus on more than reaching these benchmarks. And this what the, that's what this book says is you need to let your kid be on their own timeline for a yeah, lot of things yeah. that we expect of them. How do you well, do yeah. that when they don't have a concept of time? <laughs> <laughs> right. you, know, well, you, know, I think... you know, Lily will still won't tie her shoes. Really? She's seven. She won't tie her shoes. I have to, yeah, we, we have to get Velcro shoes for her. My you oldest know, is like that too. And she's 15. So yeah, no, I think, I think that's just a new uh, thing that a lot of kids are doing these days. Cause like well, Jay doesn't do it either. They're lazy. Our yeah. kids are lazy. That's, are they? Are that's they though? Partially, they yeah. <laughs> they're they're too busy. They got too much other crap to do. Honestly, I mean, shoes. who the fuck cares if they're wearing Velcro or not? Like, right, I wear no. slip-on shoes. Who yeah, the fuck cares? No. I don't like laces either. My Chucks I don't are replaced. Shoes. I, I, I replace every every pair of Chucks I buy the no lace laces for. Mm -hmm. But it's I, I'll admittedly say though it's because I'm fucking lazy and I don't want to deal with. <laughs> Yeah, I, if I get a pair of shoes I have to tie, I will tie them once so I can slip them on and off. <laughs> on and off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. 
but, but there know, are I certain ex- there are certain social expectations that your kid should be able to tie their shoes by age five. Well, that's well, okay. but yeah. I, yeah. see, I but that's like, another one of those standards that it's yeah. like, how the fuck do you know what my kid should be able to do? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that this is the thing. Like, and I've always said this: every kid is different. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, this we've is all why, said like, that. Yeah, yeah, but this is why, like, I take Jade in PG thirteen movies, and I've taken him to PG thirteen movies since he was mm-hmm. four. Yeah, you know, same he, with Lily. Oh, I love yeah, it. I mean, Lily was watching rated R movies when she was four. Yeah. I'm a yeah. terrible yeah. parent. No, <laughs> well, like we always well, say, you know your kid. You can't say yeah. you're a terrible parent. You're just your own kind of parent. Yeah. I think I'm a very liberal parent. Have you guys ever watched I'm Sorry? No. No. Netflix? Watch it because it'll it'll make you feel better. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it'll make yeah. It's called I'm okay. Sorry. It's uh, Andrea Savage, and it's phenomenal. And it's just a totally different kind of take on parenting. And I just think everybody should. Okay, I, I wrote, wrote a down. piece. I wrote a piece about it on Big Shiny too. If you're interested in that, okay. but it's, it's good. Who doesn't well, like a good piece? But it's I, it's a big modern take on parenting, and that's mm-hmm. just that's just what we do. Like my kids watch. I mean, I was letting Molly watch Family Guy up until it kind of gets a little bit weird or American Dad or shit mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. episodes, but there's even some episodes of like Bob's Burgers. I'm like, I gotta change it. You can't watch this. <laughs> I've literally watched Crimson Peak, and she's been watching me play The Witcher, where I'm cutting people in half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, shit, I just, uh, while we've been at the hotel, Jay's watched Deadpool and parts of the Joker. <laughs> See, and I don't know if I, I don't know if my kid's ready for Deadpool yet, but I don't know if Lily's ready kind for of a, Yeah, she's already got kind of a, I don't know. Maybe it's just the sexual nature of Deadpool that I'm kind of like, I'm not well, ready. Well, that, that part, like, I was, like, I was trying to cover his eyes, and so he's like, oh, well, no, now I want to watch it. And I'm like, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> International women's. I'm like, I don't know if I want to explain the the my dick looks so big in my baby hand. (laughs) I I don't know. Lily is the person who will drop an f bomb like nobody else, but then if she hears somebody else do it or hears it on TV or game, she gets mad. Yeah. Well, and like this is the this is the conversation I've always had with Jade, and you know, it's one of those things like uh, I don't believe in bad words. Mm-hmm. But you know, if I believe in being respectful, well, so if someone <laughs> like <laughs> if someone asks you or if someone tells you that they're you know they don't feel comfortable you you using that kind of language or something, then you then it's like that. yeah, then you respect that yeah. because you know one of my biggest rules for being a good person is not being a dick. Mm-hmm. I fail As at that quite does. often. James, that's my yeah, that's my that's my saying. That's why yeah. don't be a dick. <laughs> or, or if you're gonna be a dick, be a dick, be with, a dick panache. with panache. <laughs> but, but I, I, I was gonna say on that note though, there was a therapist I saw once, and she was with LDS Family Services, which I grew up LDS, but mm-hmm. I'm no longer LDS. But in the therapy session, again, this was a therapy session. She asked me not to curse. And I immediately told her to go fuck herself. But it's like my mom's bringing me here to vent, to express myself. I would have done the so same. Like, this you is why let I me don't swear. Yeah, this is why. I mean, if you're not in, if you're in this profession, you better expect that people are going to express themselves, whether they're, they're going to talk about sex system or and not. they're going to swear. So yeah. you better get your shit. Granted, I was like, I was like a teenager, but still, it's like. Sheena, I went to Catholic myself. school. I started swearing like a sailor in ninth grade, and yeah. I would be in church, and I would be dropping the f bomb. Oh, and my mom and dad curse way more now than they ever did when we were younger. I've only heard my dad say the f word a handful of times, but it seems like it's easier for him to say it now as a Mormon man than ever. <laughs> <laughs> now that the war it's between because all the women want to wear pants. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Damn your pants. <laughs> 
but yeah, they they just I think that they needed a few kids to kind of take them through the ringer is all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me being the main one. So guys, we do have a voicemail. Yeah. From our dear friend Carly Webster. See, and I, I recognized the voice, but I couldn't place like who it was. She is she she lives up by me. She's up in the Ogden area. James and I James, you know her pretty well too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cosplay stuff. She does a lot of cosplay. She was our actually our first voicemail a few months ago. Um, but you know, we put that question out to everybody. It's like, where do you feel, you know, your expectations are, what expectations, expectations do you set for yourself, um, or for your kids that are, you know, you shouldn't probably shouldn't. And so she left us a voicemail and we're going to play it here very briefly. So we're just going to pause for 10 seconds while we play that. So listen to the voicemail and we'll come back and talk about it and break. I feel like some of the most difficult expectations that we have, or that I have, are mostly in terms of how my kids are behaving, especially like in public or among strangers. I don't know why that makes a difference, but (laughs) it does. And sometimes I feel like if my kids aren't performing the way I feel like they should be when we're around people or in a social gathering. I actually get angrier with them than I would in other circumstances because I feel like I'm being judged for poor parenting when really it's just kids being kids and parents being parents. And nobody's probably thinking anything badly. And if they are, it's their fault. But for some reason, I internalize it more. And I think that's one of the hardest things for me to overcome as a parent. And we're back. So Carly says she kind of sets expectations for her kids where she expects them to behave a certain way in public or in front of strangers, right? I do the same thing. Sure. I think we all do. It's like we want our kids to be respectful of other people. Well, and I think like, you know, something that my parents have always said was, you know, uh, and I think a lot of parents say this, like a lot of parents from like our parents' generation, Mm -hmm. they tell you that the way you are reflects on how they parent. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even though you're- Which is tangible shit. Yeah, even if you're trying not to uh, kind of set that precedent, uh, it still happens. Like Mm -hmm. you still have that feeling like, you know, because in her voicemail, she says, like, you know, that people, she, you know, people might be judging her, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's on them. And I think that's the thing we have to think about is it is on them. We can't it control is. what other people think. And um, here, here's the thing that I want to add to that. I can't control how Lily shows up. Yeah. I can to a certain extent. I can make sure she has her medication. You know, I can make sure she knows what is going to happen. But beyond that, you can put her I on a hand truck like Hannibal Lecter. Right. But I can't control how she shows up because she's 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 herself and she's still young and she's learning skills and she's behind in a lot of skills in terms of, you know, social skills and emotional skills. I have a quick question about that. Does she say yeah. I can't do this a lot? All the time. I can't do this, that or the other. She and, started and, she, yeah, and she's even started the doing why am I alive? I just want to uh, die. Because she can't. That makes me hurt. Yeah, that makes me hurt. Does, too, when she does she? That. If you don't mind me asking, what does she take? She's on methylphenidate and fluoxetine okay. right okay. now. Did I tell you that we put my boyfriend's daughter on Adderall? No, that, and okay. that's okay. Like the methylphenidate well, has it, helped but... her. Like you can see a definite difference. Like around seven o'clock in the morning, you can see her start to ramp up. 
-hmm. And so about 7.30, we give her her medication and she levels out. Yeah. And, and then how long do you, how does, how long does that about last? About five hours. So okay. we give her another medication at 5.30, but at 5.30, at 12.30. You give her two during the day? Two during the day. Hmm. At 5.30, you can see that switch where she's ramping back up again. Yeah. Now her doctor wanted us to give her risperidone, which is an antipsychotic. Ooh. The week that she threw the thing at my face, which I haven't put that out. Okay, people literally threw something at my face and broke my lip <laughs> open. We had a massive tantrum. We gave her one of the risperidone. It made her completely dopey a zombie. So that's not an option. That option yeah. is off the table. Yeah, yeah. Um, did she, did, just out of, again, curiosity, did she seem like she felt bad after she felt awful after. Okay. That's like I was she curious. she's like, I didn't mean to hurt you. I was gonna throw it at your butt. I'm like, my butt's down here. <laughs> my butt's in a totally different my face <laughs> is up here. Well, they look so much alike. <laughs> right? Well, and she did tell me I have a hot butt yesterday. So I was like, oh, <laughs> My kid does that too. I'm like, where are oh, your boundaries? I have a hot butt. <laughs> Molly used so, to kiss my she butt. did like, feel bad. And so, butt. you know, we gave her the respiratory on that one time too because she was just completely beyond what we had ever seen before yeah um but yeah i mean it's hard when you when you and i know what sets her off that's the thing is it's not people want to say it's random but really if you get down to the nitty-gritty it's not random i know what's going to set her off telling her no telling her that she's done with done with something you know her not her having certain expectations and those expectations not being met about a certain situation like, I know it's going to set her off. Yeah. Um, and so I can't necessarily keep her out of all of those situations because it's life. Mm -hmm. But then I also see people looking at me when she's throwing a tantrum at the mall. And I'm trying to drag her out of there. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. You know? I can't even, I mean, my, my boyfriend's daughter who uh, she hasn't been like officially diagnosed with mm -hmm. ADHD or anything like that. We just, we're trying it out to see if it helps because she has trouble focusing and she's been lying a lot and we don't really know why. Does she move That's, around a lot? Is she constantly? Constant, constant, Sarah. It's just yeah. constant. She sucks like, on her mouth. She's playing with her hair. She's stretching. She's up and down, drink oh, yeah. of water, sit down. She my guess is she has gets bored in that. five to ten minutes. I mean, it drives. And I I love her, but she drives me up a wall. And I did you I know think, that twenty percent of kids actually have ADHD? One in five kids. I believe it. So it's a lot higher than I think people actually realize. I'm like my kid will sit and play a game for mm -hmm. hours if you let her, but Jason's kid just has to have something different to mm -hmm. do. Like every twenty minutes, it's mm -hmm. crazy. I just it parenting sucks. Why is yeah. it so hard? <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be this hard. I no, we're supposed to be like the uplifting beacon of hope for all those. And, and, and in a way, we but, are. And we're yeah. Not. Think about it. Like we're letting you know, hey, you know, you're not, you're not failing. Alone. Everybody sucks. Yeah, no, at this. we all hate it. <laughs> we all hate parenting at certain points. We, we all, all hate our kids hate at certain points. Time. But but I think I think as we kind of you know, then there's a lot of research going on with with the human brain and kids and things like ADHD and autism. Well, because we're not as afraid to talk about it. About it. And that's the that's thing the, is we have to talk about it. Yeah. We yeah. have to talk about it because yeah. if we don't, it like we talked about earlier, it becomes taboo. Yeah. yeah. 
and it can't be taboo. We have to talk about it. We have to let people know, hey, my kid is different, and they may act differently in a situation than somebody who is neurotypical. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I'm not neurotypical. I have anxiety and depression. I may have, I mean, when I, when we were at Salt Lake Fan X a few years ago, and I was trying to get to my Aquaman picture, I had a freaking panic attack because it was so bad. Yeah. The, the crowds. And I was like, I'm freaking the fuck out right now. And I was texting Tui. I'm like, Tui, I'm freaking the fuck out. He's like, go to the ADHD section. They'll, or you know, the ADHD. <laughs> the ADHD <laughs> section. Let him know that you're having a panic. They'll let you in. And I'm like, and from that point on, I knew I'm going to have to get an, uh, an ADD badge, ADA badge, if there's crowds because. ADD. <laughs> I know. I love that your your ADD acronyms just, are all like, over the place. It just naturally. I'm sorry. I've been drinking rum. <laughs> Why is the rum gone, Sarah? Because I drink it. Actually, I still have half a bottle. I still have half a bottle. For the record, I'm not Don't a fan of me. this gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> you know something not I was going to say. Um, so I'm currently working at Target in the toys section. Yes. And I got so excited. <laughs> one of one of my biggest things, because you know, going back to the voicemail where she talks about, you know, how your kids worrying about how your kids act in public. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest pet peeves now, it's not kids going through the aisles and messing up the toys or anything. I expect that. I hope yeah, for that. They're kids. Yeah. I don't hope um, for it. It happens. <laughs> well, you know, I think the reason why I hope for it is because, you know, it's showing that they're interested one, in yeah well it's showing one the parent it's showing the parents that what they're interested into what they're into two it's giving them a little bit of whimsical moment in a, a portion of the day that's completely hell for them no kid likes going shopping with their parents Mm-mm. um especially if you're going to skip out on the toy section right yeah. um what the fuck but, i will never <laughs> skip the toy section right, right. We always go to, lily i need to look at the avengers just go over there and look at the Barbie. Uh, not again, bro. <laughs> for me, it's the Legos. I gotta yeah. go for the Oh, yeah. But, like, my biggest pet peeve is parents who take their kids in the toy section and then get pissed off at their kids when they're in there for five minutes and then they're like, we gotta go, and then the kids are still wanting to play. And it's like, no, no, no. You came into here expecting your kid to want to play with the toy to give mm-hmm. the to give you five minutes of peace while you check your phone and i always have to have like a pre-game conversation with my girls and Same. say like look we're going in the store we're here for a birthday gift for your cousin or your friend or whatever this is not about you we're here for your friend or for your family members See, you know? and i and- I think like that's a reasonable expectation, and that's something that should happen. And you yeah. warned but, your kid about it. So yeah, they knew what the and it, and it's was. still, and I'll still have problems yeah. even yeah. though I have that conversation because, of course, they're going to see oh, something they want. They and want. Then you kind of have to deal with it in the store. But I can't say that my girls have really ever had, aside from Molly, because she gets like overly emotional and she doesn't like the word no. But for the most <laughs> part, <laughs> like for the that's most really- part, she they both handle it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I, I just. I think it's really hard because like there's a lot of kids who go in there and you know you can kind of just pick out like kids who maybe spend a little bit more time by themselves than they do with their parents not because of neglect or anything but maybe their parents work two jobs or things like that or they're just not a very nurturing parent like yeah (laughs) well no like you No, i just mean because my daughter's very independent because of that she is and i'm I'm incredibly nurturing but lily because and i think it's because she's an only child yeah she's always wanted to do stuff by herself well that's how molly and i that's how molly and i were prior to moving in with yeah so i yeah that's not you 
Yeah. But like, I feel like uh, you get a sense of like kids who are just trying to show their <laughs> their parents like, hey, when a birthday comes up or when Christmas comes up, this, this is, is what, I, what I like. I don't want socks and underwear again. I want this. Mm-hmm. I you want know? socks and underwear. It, I know, as an adult, it all ch- Bed Bath and Beyond is like my favorite store, <laughs> just for the record. But isn't it isn't it kind of frustrating though when that shit like they just had a birthday or they just had Christmas and they're like, oh, and I'm gonna make a win. list for next year, and I'm like, fuck next year, <laughs> I'm not there yet. We just started. So, it's January. So thought, what I've re- realized with Lily is <laughs> she had a fifty dollar gift card from her grandparents. Yeah. In Texas for Walmart, and I said. I remember the last time we did this. I'm like, I was like showing her like, oh, look, this is really cool. Oh, look, this is really cool. And she said to me, mom, you're making me frustrated. I need to choose for myself. Aww. Which was a cue to me to say, shut the fuck shut up, the mom. Fuck up. Yeah. And let mom, me choose go my buy own alcohol. Right? <laughs> so, she was so, like, <laughs> probably like, mom, I don't give a shit about your Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lily, look like at this kid. cool raid all. Yeah, so I just, I just shut my mouth when I took her. I said, okay, we're going to go spend your $50. I said, if it goes over a couple dollars, that's fine. I'll pay for the extra the stuff. And I just shut up and followed her around. And within 30 minutes, she had picked what she wanted. Yeah. So yeah. without my intervention, without my saying, hey, look, look, this is cool. Let's get the fuck out of here. I just <laughs> well, let it be. So, so like one of the things I've noticed, though, like especially working in the toys department is like kids tire themselves out eventually. Mm-hmm. Like if you just let them go. And this is what I said, like, I don't mind kids blowing up the toy department because then I have something to do for the day and cleaning mm-hmm. it up. Um, but like if I can see like they're having fun with it, then I'm okay with it. If they just go in and they're like putting their arms out and like just dragging Not everything off the shelves, then I'm like, hey, dick. Like come a on, cat. Man. Fuck hey, this. Fuck this. Yeah. Fuck that too. But like if they're actually having fun and they're playing with the toys, I'll, you know, there's times where I'll go in there. If there's a kid like looking at a lightsaber, I've done this mm-hmm. twice and I've gotten in trouble twice. But <laughs> I'll go grab another lightsaber and we'll have a lightsaber fight in the middle of the toy aisle. <laughs> You've um, gotten in trouble for that? Well, fuck it, your boss. It's it's something that you probably shouldn't do when you have a corporate walkthrough going through. Mm. Uh, that's, probably, that's probably true. Why don't those corporate walkthrough should yeah, fucking love that what shit? You do, what you do is you throw them a lightsaber. Yeah. 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 And then start playing Duel of the Fates on my phone. And then, and then, and like, then I was gonna <laughs> say and then record it so that everybody else can see it. And yeah, then they and can then, see how cool Target is. Yeah. yeah. If anything, it might help their business. Yep. I don't know. They did pretty well this year. This I'm last. I'm not saying holiday. they're doing bad. I'm just saying it could help more. <laughs> yeah, true. Especially our store because. And then you were gonna say you had a struggle. Oh yeah, when I when you're talking about birthday shopping, I always have to tell my kids, okay, we're shopping for your friend. Not for you. Not for you. Every time, but yeah. every time, they pick something they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, and it's always that's how they do their shopping. Yeah. It's always something they would they want. But you know what? This is where I can't fault Jay at all because we'll go shopping for like a friend's present for one of his friends at school, and we'll always go home with something for me, something for the friend, and something for Jay. <laughs> and it's because. <laughs> One, if I see too. something I want, I You're can't buy it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm... oh, this little Lego set's only $10. I can just get this for me, but don't worry, Molly. I'll get you something too. We'll find $10. Okay, find something <laughs> for Alice. It happens all the time. This is what I love. Jay loves the mystery boxes for Roblox. And those things yeah. are only like $1.50, 3 bucks. Yeah, like so $2. Bucks. Like, yeah, so I'm like, 
here's this nice uh, Star Wars Black Series figure <laughs> for me. And then here's your little $3. <laughs> here's your Teams, little $3. That, that was a 10 on the Richter scale of snorts. <laughs> it was so good because I did the same thing. That was awesome. And it's like, here's your little $3 uh, Roblox thing. And then here's your friend's $1 thing from the dollar section. <laughs> yeah. Or if there's like those little mystery bags, I'm just like, mm-hmm. pick one of those. You Wine guys boxes. pick. Yeah, that box. that is one of the things that I hate about the toy department at Target now. Oh, it's half, a mess. Half of the it's aisles are blind boxes, and mm-hmm. they're and oh. they're a disaster. They get mixed up, or I hate shopping in that section. But I, I know I've got to open them all to section. find the one I want. I know, to find I open right. every single one of them. I've seriously gone through like three times and just have pulled boxes like. I pulled full boxes of like LOL doll things oh, and I just pulled them to the floor. And I was LOL like, dolls. I hate LOL dolls. That's what my, my boyfriend's daughter is obsessed with those stupid things. <laughs> hey, James, do you have FGTV stuff? Yeah. I like FGTV. What, what is the that? hell is that? It's a YouTube channel. Okay, enough said. And I, I actually, I actually like it. I like them. I hate his laugh. I like Duddy. Jay used to watch Duddy. that. Jay used to watch it all the time. I'd be like, dude, headphones or else I'm breaking your tablet, man. See, I freaking, I love FGTV and I've had to, like, Lily doesn't get YouTube right now and I'm like sneaking watching YouTube, sneaking watching FGTV because I fucking love it. The only kid-friendly, like, YouTube that I can really handle is, has so far anyways been Dan TDM. I love that kid. I haven't seen that one. He's, he's British and he's just he's a gamer and he's adorable um, and he just had a baby which is super cute and he's all excited about being a new dad and <laughs> he'll anyway, learn he's, he'll he's learn. adorable he's right? adorable though and he's really funny and his edits are slight so it's not anything too crazy or all over the place he's got someone he's hired to edit now so his videos are really good I just I don't mind watching him but when it comes to other stuff I'm just like turn that shit off yeah I like FGTV because it's a dad playing with his kids he's playing oh, video games I, and he's doing stuff and he he's a little crazy he gets a little crazy my mom doesn't like him I I enjoy his laugh. Now, what do you what i was gonna say what do you mean by he gets crazy he gets loud i think okay. he has adhd i think he i think he is a parent guy who has ADHD. Or, oh okay yeah and his I, laugh is just the worst you're a liar <laughs> so i have this feeling i just a strong feeling that james isn't a fan of his laugh I could stand the videos. It's the last. Did you watch him play Untitled Goose Game? Watch him play Untitled Goose Game. Oh my God, I know he's going to laugh in it, oh and I'm going to just break something if I hear his laugh. So, no, so he has a book out. Yeah, we or, just bought it. Lily just yeah. got it today. Yeah, no. So guess what I get to hear every day when I'm his in the laugh department? up on the yes. screen, right? Yeah. Because he's doing Sorry. an ad for as bad book. as Seth Rogen. What? It, what would you? I was going to say. What would you compare it to? Um. Just since I don't know what you're talking about. It'd be a about. mixture of the loudness of Seth Rogen, but like the timbre. I, I like Seth Rogen. No, but like it's the timbre of like. He does have kind of high Joker yeah. laugh. Mm. So it's just in your face and it's just. Do you guys, if, and, if I wasn't um, in a hotel, I'd do it for you. I'm sure you guys do. You remember Jimmy Martin's laugh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's. I, God bless it. I fucking miss it. But I there's a guy on Achievement Hunter and stuff that has a very almost like to a T Jimmy Martin laugh. And Jason, my boyfriend, watches their videos all the time. And so I hear this guy laugh and I'm just like, holy fuck, it sounds just like Jimmy Martin every single time. So I was wondering, is it is it at all like Jimmy Martin's where it just stands out and it's kind of it definitely stands out. 
Not that you it's can. annoying. I'll send you a link. I like you guys Jimmy can stuff. watch it and decide for yourselves because I like Maybe. him. And then next episode, <laughs> we're just going to tear apart his laugh. They have a farm and it's amazing, and they go get chicken eggs and goats, and they have a mean donkey who likes to attack Wait, the goats. Ch- chicken eggs as opposed to goose eggs. <laughs> okay. Or... Turtle eggs. Goose? Duck they, eggs. They did have a turtle. They found a turtle oh. on the road, and so they brought it to the farm and it had foot, foot and mouth. Foot and mouth, <laughs> Johnny. Oh my god. We've been going for an hour and I'm super drunk. I'm not drunk, but that's because my drink's been sipped. Yeah, she's not a fan gin. of the gin. I'm not digging I'm not the gin. I tried either. to add, and I don't even think, is it the gin that I'm not liking or probably. is it the tonic? Probably the gin. Probably the gin, the gin. gin tastes like, like watered pine down trees. Sprite. Oh, yes. Okay. So it's the gin. It's what the is, gin. What did you say, I've Sarah? Bonnie, why did you give her gin? Like, she asked for it. Tastes like uh, pine no, trees. We were trying, okay, so we're going to record after this and talk about 1917, and we wanted a World War II themed hmm. or World War II esque. World War One. World War One. Sorry, yes, sorry. Yes, yes, World yes, War One. I had a friend that no, you're good. I, I had a friend that was talking about World War Two, uh, Call of Duty. So that's where my head was. Duty. But no, uh, World War <laughs> World War One themed drink or something around that time. Gin and tonic works. So gin and tonic was what we it's made of juniper berries. Wasn't my idea. It was your idea. Ugh, juniper berries. We both looked at the. the oh, I said sidecar. Oh yeah, you said sidecar, like... and I said, well, there's gin and tonic, and it's simple. So that's kind of and I don't like gin. It. Gin is probably yeah, no, the gin. Alcohol. I tried to add grenadine to it and it did mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. No. <laughs> it is, literally changed it not at all. Gin is gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait. We, we, we've been going for like an hour, so we should probably wrap this up. So basically, parents. Why? You're not failing. <laughs> we all have expectations that we're not meeting. Fuck your expectations. We're all our and own. And if you're going to fail, fail spectacularly. <laughs> right. Or, or do it with. Alcohol and panache. If you're why half ass something when you can quarter ass four things. Right? Just so, love your kid. It. Just well, love your kid. Hey, come on, with an ass like this, I'm gonna whole ass it. Whole ass. Yeah, I'm gonna whole ass it. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably gonna half-ass kick ass names and take ass. My mama blessed me with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sheena, you're first. Sign us out. If you're gonna be a dick, be a dick with panache. Johnny. Up, up and orally. James. Um, I don't have a sign out right now, but one thing I will say before we go. Uh-huh. If you haven't read Resistance Reborn, read Ooh. it. Okay. Because if you want to if you want to figure reading out Jedi Lost. No, read Not this one. Reading. If if you want to figure out how they reading got the Witcher back. Oh Witch Witcher. <gasps> I am reading Blood of the Elves right now. I'm or at the last wish in Sword of Destiny before this the, the um series came out, but I'm too I'm busy crocheting to read. Wedge, oh wedge, wedge was my favorite. Yeah, no, there's like four chapters in here where it's like solely about Wedge and his wife. I screamed when Wedge came back on the screen. I was like, ah! And you find out that like he's a uh, snap Wexley Wex. Uh, he snaps stepdad. I was also very mad that Snap died. Yeah, yeah. I about walked out of the theater at that point. I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm done with this movie. Oh, that Fuck was a Lee, movie. Lee George Cade Highlander 2 moment. What the fuck well, is this? Just <laughs> think that Wedge is really sad because that's his stepson. Oh. And you and you get a little bit of uh, look into how Wedge felt when he found out about Luke. 
now I hate that movie even more. And then it makes you cry. Like I was, I was listening to this book at work and I was crying because of the way that they were describing Wedge's feelings. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Also, Sarah, your challenge to watch the fucking Joker before the next time we record. I'm gonna uh, go buy it right now. Oh, challenge. All right, stupid adult hands. Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.